Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms for November 20th, a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, today's episode is about the Twilight Zone, episode 7, called The Lonely. And it was an episode. Yes, it was. Not a bad episode. I, I thought it was still... Good, but I have some issues and some qualms and some things to say about this episode. Some big, 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 big things that don't make any sense at all. Yeah, I would, I would say so. I felt like this would have been a really, really cool Black Mirror episode because I felt they would have treated it a little bit better, and there could have been some cool stuff. I don't know. I just this one was like a hit. And, it wasn't the worst one we've seen, but I didn't really. To me, it was intriguing, but just it got to I like it just ended at a weird point, I guess. This one, I think, suffered from the fact that they they didn't have the technology to do what you would normally expect in this day and age to see in an episode like this. It literally looks like it takes place in like a desert. Yeah, because it probably does. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this could have just been anything. We're just taking these people's word that it's here. Which I think could have been even more intriguing if that would have been like a twist at the end. Yeah, that I, because literally in the description it was a, a man, a convicted felon on an asteroid. Yeah. So it's like, you already know it just based off the little summary on Netflix. Like, Yeah, and that, I mean that is what it's about. It's a convicted felon on an asteroid. I thought it would have been cool if the end would have been, he's not on an asteroid. He never has been. <laughs> He's actually just in a desert, and they just told him this, and he believed them. That would have been actually really cool. I also think that this episode suffered because it felt like they could have explored so much more, or they they could have gotten us to feel more for these characters if it had a longer span of time. Being that it was only 24 minutes, it just felt like they had to suddenly, okay, like speed up the end. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a... It's an interesting episode. Yes. I liked it, but I also I, it is a very much a middle of the road episode. Yes. It's not a bad episode, but it's not one of the better or the best episodes we've seen. Uh, but we open up on James A. Corey. Corey. Nine million miles from Earth, <laughs> which is a little bit far. Just a, yeah. a smidge far. Yeah, that I think the one statistic that I didn't write down was how long it takes to get there because the one guy says it and it's the yeah. one thing i didn't write down i don't remember them actually saying how long it took to get there i know they said they spent eight months out of 12 months going there four times a year yeah which for a convicted felon bringing supplies on an asteroid taking so much manpower and rocket fuel and for a guy that is not even a horrible guy. Killed one dude and claims it was self-defense. This is the guy we're sticking on an asteroid in space. Well, Come on. According to him, mm. there's multiple asteroids. Like, yes, we get that at one so, point. But still, how many asteroids are floating around in a place that we can get to them? It's solitary confinement. So you can't have more than one convicted felon on an asteroid. It's solitary. But yes, he... It's he's a convicted it's convicted homicide and it's self defense, solitary confinement, nine million miles. So 
We just see him in a vehicle. That is the first thing you see is him starting up a vehicle. Well, him blowing a horn in the vehicle. (laughs) Which my first question is like, how is there a vehicle on an asteroid? Which they answer immediately. Yes. (laughs) I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) Good for you. You're like, points. We'll go with that. Worked out well for me. Um, Of course, my biggest qualm. Okay, this is. This is an asteroid. Okay. How are we breathing on an asteroid? <laughs> technology. The, no, the technology <laughs> in my foot. There was no technology. There was no technology in this. He was li- literally living, and here's my thing. He lived in a corrugated metal shed on a hot asteroid. I'm he aware. kept complaining about the heat, yet he lived in a corrugated metal asteroid. One, where, where, where is the sun? How is this asteroid traveling? Does it, is it going around Earth? Which also doesn't make sense because it's too far from Earth to be going around Earth. How do we keep getting back to it? Where is it going? Why is the sun there? Why is it so hot? How is it not freezing to death if it's that far away or that too close? Because Earth is like in a good spot. Otherwise, you melt or you freeze to death. How is he breathing? There are way too many questions that they did not choose to do anything at all. And then there's the fact that, I mean, they did mention the one thing where it's like, once they land, if they don't get off the, if they don't leave at a certain time, they'll never make it back to Earth on time. They'll have to stay there for so many months or whatever, or so many days. It was like 14 days or something. Yeah, before they could leave again. They could only spend 15 minutes. Now, I think it's at 9 million miles from Earth. I looked it up real quick because I just wanted to know. The moon is only 225,000 miles. Wait, where is this asteroid? What? In the twilight. In the twilight. That's mm. exactly what they say. There's a game. lot of irregularly, irregular, irregular, wait, can you say the word? Irregularity. Thank you. <laughs> oh, in this episode, this would have been better. If it had been like a small, self-contained prison yeah. on an asteroid, and there was air and stuff inside of that, maybe you have like a, an area to live in, and you maybe had like big, giant open windows and stuff so you could see out on the asteroid, and like, okay, he can breathe because he's inside this. It's temper controlled because he's inside this. It, everything could be explained if there was a building he was inside versus a little <laughs> tiny metal shack in a desert. Dome. Just mm, <laughs> mm, too many, too many, too many questions. But if it's you want if you want to suspend disbelief enough to be like, fine, we're going to ignore all these questions that make no sense at all, then we can finally get back. <laughs> I, I still, I would still have the whole. Why would you have a metal shed in a desert? Why not? That's what he had to live in. Where did he have? How did he have enough water for three months? Did they bring literally enough water to supply him for three months every single time? That seems excessive. That was the whole point. Oh, how would you even carry that much water? We know they have a limited <laughs> weight capacity on this rocket. Yes, but that limited capacity included a bunch of people. A bunch and of people, yeah. A yeah. bunch of people plus him plus 15 pounds. <laughs> mm. Anyways, his particular... Shed was located six thousand miles or miles from like north to south and four thousand miles east to west. I think they said. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was just a big rock. 
It was just a big run. He'd been there four and a half years. Yep. It was 15th day, the sixth month of the fourth year. Yeah, that very, very, uh, yeah, I, I didn't write that <laughs> exact thing. Yeah, he writes in a diary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I did like the effect they used for the rocket. Yes. Like it landing. I'm like, it looks pretty solid. Better than I expected for when this came out. <laughs> so I, I give them props for that. At least only that at this point. I had to listen a couple of times to figure out what the main, uh, I don't know if you, what would it be called, security guard, chief, what would, what would you call him? I, well, Allenby? Yeah. Like, it took me a couple of times to actually figure out what he was saying. Because he's just like, because at first, he freaks first, out. first I thought it was Albie, like the Maze Runner Albie. And then it was like Allenby. And I was like, is that Allen, capital B, or is that all one word? It's all one word. <laughs> okay. Not a name I've ever heard before, but... I did, I did well, write that were, down. They were all calling each other by their last names, so because they so, ev- everyone called weird, him Corey. So weird name, just general. I don't care. <laughs> of course, they show up to bring him his supplies, but they can only stay for fifteen minutes. They gotta go. They gotta go. They gotta go. They got time to play chess or checkers or cards or. Yes, and he he very much like the narrator said was going crazy because he. Very lonely. Very lonely. So as soon as he saw people, he's like, let's play a game. It's okay. Let's do something. And Allenby very very clear, he brought him something. Yes. He could get in trouble for what he brought him. Don't tell anybody. Don't open it before we leave. Yes. And at first, at first it's like, he's like, I don't want it. I don't want your gifts. I don't want anything to do with it. And then you kind of see that, you know, it is possible... You can see that the whole convicted murderer kind of thing might actually stand as far as his self-defense case. Because then he, like, stops at the window and he's like, Hey, Allenby, just just to let you know, he's like, whatever it is, I, I, I still don't really care about it. But I want you to know, for the thought, thank you. Like, I was like, hey, he's, he's a good man. He's not a terrible <laughs> guy. We don't actually know what happened. We don't ever go really into no. what happened. But, so, he opens this box, like, five seconds after they walk out of sight. Yes. I was like, good job, you really waited. I appreciate <laughs> you did a good job. You, you waited no time at all, and you were gone. <laughs> you were over this box. For something you didn't want, you rushed to open it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no worries. It will, uh, you don't need any activator. The air will do that. Yes. The air. All this air this on this asteroid will just activate this thing. Because why does it even need air? What does it have to do with anything? He doesn't know. He just He's getting all these cryptic messages from him. Like, oh, and there's a manual in there and everything like that. And just you, all you have to do is just open the box and just, you're, you're fine like that. So you just see him kind of standing next to the box. Reading the instructions. Yes. And the... Plastics flying in the wind, and then you look up, and there's a lady standing there. Yep, Alicia. 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 A L I C I A A. That'd be like Alicia. it's kind of like uh, who we used to work with. There was an older mm-hmm. lady. Yeah, how her um, her name was Alicia or Alicia, and everyone called her to Alicia, and she's like, actually, no, it's Alicia, and just no one called her that. It's, it's so, it's a minor thing, and Alicia's easier than Alicia, no. then you're just, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> My name's not even hard to say right, and people can't do that, so. 
<sighs> but uh, before that, though, I did have a note where he was like, I have some beer saved up. And I'm like, so you're bringing this dude beer. He's br- he brought in car parts for however long it took him to put the car together. <laughs> it's just weird. That's he honestly just... feels bad for him. He likes this guy. Yeah, uh, yeah just... That and the the third guy is a dick. He's not a nice guy. He, he doesn't believe he doesn't like Calum. He doesn't like that they have to Adams. spend eight months out of the year to bring the, these convict supplies. Which again, I agree. This is a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's a lot of wasted time, manpower, and everything else. They shove prisoners on random asteroids across the universe, it seems. It's a little insane. It's a little bit much. Yeah, you said, oh, my kids My kids can't even recognize me sometimes when I get home. And it's like, okay, well, then get a new job. Yeah, pretty Sorry. much. Get a Just new get job. get a new job. And then he's like, when he was trying to say, like, hey, it was self-defense. He's like, oh, yeah. I forgot what he said. It was one of those common lines, like, oh, I feel so bad, or something like that. And it's just like, you just, you just get, go away. Just. No, he was not a, no, he was not no. a very nice man. But yes, so there's a lady now standing outside of the box, and he's reading the instructions that pretty much just say what her name is. Alicia. To activate her, to say her name or something. Her name is Alicia. And she's like, I am Alicia. What is your name? Yes. And he flips out. He's He's like, I don't need a robot. Like, I don't. What is this? Pretty. This is a mockery. <laughs> yes, he does not like her at all. And she doesn't understand at first, so she just repeats her name and yes. says. And I don't know. Then see that. Then the, we cut away for like a commercial break that wasn't a commercial break because yeah. on Netflix, and we come back and they're just inside the shack at this point. Which is weird because we suddenly went from "Hi, my name is Alicia." What is your name? Hi, my name. To suddenly, like, full conversation. full. Of oh, we're good, then. We're good. We're <laughs> solid. Where he's asking, can you feel heat? Can you feel cold? Can you feel pain? And she says yes. Everything. Yeah, she's she's, she's good. a pretty solid built robot. Yeah, like, she's oh a great God. robot. She's good. Advanced. She's, Why don't you look like a machine? Yeah. You, are, you, you just look like a mockery to me. You're mocking me. You're mocking me, blah, blah, blah. He's not happy with this robot. No, he wanted a real human, and instead he got this thing. This thing, which he kind of shoves, kind of slings her or whatever, and she falls from the ground and just like, you hurt me! Yeah, the first thing he does is he grabs her hand and pulls her outside, like grabs her wrist, or and then he, no, he walks outside and she follows him and is like, like, Corey, wait. And then they talk for a minute and she's like, you hurt me, Corey. <laughs> and she's holding her wrist. And he's looking at her like, are you stupid? <laughs> like, you are a robot. No, remember, my biggest complaint about this entire episode. Robot? Yeah. She's not a robot. She's a robot. She's a robot. I'm like, in the 60s, did we not know how to say robot? <laughs> it is spelled, uh, it's spelled robot. Not robot. Not robot. Not robot. Not robot. Maybe it's a company name. It's, he, like a model over, name. like Over and over. She is a robot. She's not a robot. She's a woman. There's eye dog. Just <laughs> it bothers me every time they said it. Like, for the love of God, just call her a robot. No. But, yes. Oh. So, he, 
He pretty much says, you are not anything. You're not human. You're not a woman. You are mock You're mocking me. Shoves her down. And he's like, you don't understand. Like, I am lonely. All this stuff. And then next thing you know, she turns around and she's crying. Break. Oh. And he suddenly looks down at her and she's like, I feel loneliness too. And he's done. That was it. That's all it took. She, he's in. So he wipes her tears away, and it's like, I am so sorry. And then, ta-da. Yeah, he's, he's solid. He's good. <laughs> Everything is wonderful. And as far as I'm aware, we jump 11 months later. Yeah, I didn't even write down that time. Yeah, 11 months. Oh, I did. It just looks like a four. <laughs> like, that's the last note I have is 11 months, but I dragged the pen, and it looks like a four. Yeah, it looks like a lightning bolt four. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so 11 months later. And things are going fantastic. He apparently has been hiding her every time they come and visit every three months. Yeah, apparently. So she, uh, they, they go on their dates now. Like they, she makes him his drinks and they, they just, they just have a good old time. Oh, they're playing games together and. Oh, everything's fine. He, he, he absolutely loves Alicia. He he writes in his diary about her, and they go stargazing. And she was exactly what he needed to survive on this asteroid. So one night she points out the ship, and this is early. It's it, it's not supposed to happen for another three months. Well, that's it. They were looking at the stars. We're yes. going over the constellations and blah blah blah. And yes, he's like, oh, what's what's that star? And it's moving. It's like well, that's a ship. Like, well, you told me there was going to be another ship the last time for three more months. This is really early. Yeah. And so then it's like, well, if it's that far out, they still have other asteroids to go. They'll be here in the morning. Oh, so should we head back? And then he just lays back and go, no, we're good. <laughs> we are wonderful. So then the ship arrives. The ship arrives. And they're running to Corey all excited and yay! Alan B is super excited. He's like, Corey, Corey. And Corey just kind of walks out of the shed all nonchalant. What's going on? What's happening? What are you doing? And he finds out he has been pardoned. He's been pardoned. Yes. All of them have been pardoned. Yes. The asteroid thing, whatever. I know at some point earlier they talked about it being a controversial thing and people didn't like it. And it it seemed cruel to do things like this, which I would agree. (laughs) It seems excessively cruel. At this point, just kill the man. Just kill him. You abandoned him on an asteroid nine million miles away from Earth by himself. Just kill him. It's a sentence as good as death. But anyway, so we come back. Yeah, yeah, they land and blah, blah, blah. He's been pardoned. But we only have 20 minutes and we've got to go. Yes. So only you, we, we, we've got a heavy load. We can take you and 15 pounds of stuff. So pack light. He pretty much is like, we've already collected all the other people off the asteroid, so you're, it's like just you and 15 pounds. And he's like, oh, well, I don't have 15 pounds worth of stuff. I just have my, my shoes and my notepad and my, my, my pencil. I'm, 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 I'm good. And I'll, I'll just grab Alicia and we'll get going. And the first thing that happens is the other two guys are like, what? Which I think is the most convenient story thing ever. We only have... 15 extra pounds. Or the ship just won't take off. It won't do it. Well, the, we don't know how... Well, I guess they did say how many people. I just didn't write it down. 
It was. It's. It's of course. It's all too convenient with just enough room to take you and maybe a bong or two. That's it. You can't go beyond that. That's it. That's all we got. And he pretty much was like, "What she didn't comprehend." No, well, that's the thing is that he has been with her for so long that he officially believes she's a woman. She's, yeah, she's, she's real. A, she's not a robot anymore. She's not a robot. She is a woman. So when he's like, oh, I'll just get her and we'll get up and go. And it's like, uh, we, the, the 15 pounds. And it's like, she's, she can't go. She's just a robot. And he, no, 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 no. She no, is she, a woman. She is not a robot. She's a, she is a woman. She is a woman, and they argue back and forth, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he goes to find Alicia first in the shed, which I don't think she would have been there because, naturally, she probably would have hid somewhere yeah. else because they're not supposed to know she's there because he could be a blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then we go over there. And he's like, show him. Show him you're a real person, blah, blah, blah. He's like, she's not. She really isn't. And, and then he's like, I just, I have to. And he starts pulling out his gun, and I'm like, my first response was, "He's gonna Corey's gonna step in the way and yes. get shot." That was my first response. He's gonna sacrifice himself for this robot that he hated. Yeah, and it, I think my other my other thought was that he was going to stay. Yeah, or he was going to stay. Yeah. And, but I mean, I thought he was going to stay, and then he starts pulling out the gun. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 he's gonna get shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then, boom, right in the face. Well, of all the places to shoot her, you shoot her in the fucking right face. in the face, where it tears off like ninety percent of her face. Yes, she just fires and everything, and he's staring down at her. And my next thought is, he's still gonna stay. He is. He is so like devastated by this. He's just gonna, you know, either that or I was thinking he was gonna kill himself. But yeah. But no, he gets over it so quick. Oh. It's not even funny. Oh, I guess she is a robot, so I need to go. Pretty much that's it. That's it. Just remember you're leaving loneliness behind or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to remind myself that. And that is literally the end of the episode right there. They're like, come on. And you kind of see him walk a little bit. And that's it. That's it. It's over. I'm like, for this woman you seem to love and believe was a real person and everything. And you spent your life the last 11 months with her. You're like... Oh, she's a robot. Okay. Well, I guess that was it. That was useless. Let's go. Let's go home. Well, I I, I forgot about that little note. So. Uh, Pretty much. I, oh, she. Oh, okay. I guess I'll go back there. That's cool. Yeah. No big deal. I'll, no. Just, I'll just go find myself another robot. <laughs> it's just. Just the, the the entire episode just doesn't feel real enough. I know it's like a distant future or an asteroid and blah blah blah. It just doesn't feel real. Just down to her pretending to be this robot thing. Down to him just having no emotional response to her death at all. To, it just it just doesn't yeah. quite feel real enough. And that makes sense. Like, well, it was just confusing to me. Because it's like, as I said, the entire build-up. The beginning. His loneliness. All this stuff. The build-up to, oh, I'm only in here self-defense. Oh, I have this robot now. And then from the moment he got the robot to them shooting the robot in the face was like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like everything went Lots of so build up. Fast. We get her, and then five minutes later, she's dead, and we're moving on. Yes. I'm like, okay. And not even just moving on. We literally done. Oh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, the we're done. End. And he, of course, in the Twilight, this Twilight Zone narrator is just like, ah, he's left behind. Like, his little, sh- all that's left here is 
the remains of a man, his little shed, all his machines, and it showed the car, and then it showed her, and then it's just... I can't, only yeah, in I, the Twilight Zone. Only in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I don't know. It felt... That's the issue. I, I like the episode, and I think it could have been better, but there's things about it that didn't quite vibe right. It didn't work. I'm wondering, not that they'd go back and watch every single episode, but I'm wondering if any of the Twilight Zone reboots that they're doing, if they're going to go back and revisit any old episodes and redo them. I don't know. I don't know what their actual... What, um, oh god, I, I always say this and I always forget. Key and Peele, which one is the one making the show? I, always, I forgot too. I always forget who's who. Always. Anyway, <laughs> one of them's making it, and I don't know what their, the goal is. Yeah. Because, again, uh, Black Mirror, Twilight Zone, they have two very different fields. Twilight Zone doesn't really focus on technology hardly at all, but no. that also wasn't a thing back in the 60s. So that type of technology, not really a prominent factor. Yeah. They, they deal with a lot of other issues and a lot of other things. Where Twilight, I mean, Black Mirror <laughs> is very much solely based around technology. Yeah. That is its whole purpose. It is taking these weird events in future. A lot of set, stuff is set in the future. So they're just very different. And I don't know where he plans on bringing the new Twilight Zone. If he's going to try to remain in that zone where... It lies from the 60s and stuff. Or if he's... Because you can't copy Black Mirror. You can't say, oh, I like that Black Mirror thing. Let's do something like that. No. That's not going to work. You're going to be like, not as good of a Black Mirror. Or it's going to feel like you're copying a Black Mirror. And you yeah. can't have that. It has to feel on its own and stand on its own. Which means you probably shouldn't rely a lot on technology. Which this plays a lot with. I think with uh, the Twilight Zone, what I like about it is, as you said, with Black Mirror, it's... Like, based around technology. What technology could do in the future. And I think I like the Twilight Zone because it hits so many different strange points. That was the entire point of the Twilight Zone was bizarre. The strange. The the unknown. So it's like, if they at least keep with that, where every episode's not based on the future or the what could possibly happen, but just... Go, like, once again, anthology, every episode is something different, something strange, in a different way. I think they do well. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm overly looking forward to it. But I'm also overly looking forward to season five of <laughs> Black Mirror that we get in teases of. It, it, we're going to be getting it sometime soonish, and I can't wait for that. Especially with how season four went. Yeah. I, let's see, we're almost through... Next week will be the last episode of season two of Black Mirror. I'm interested for us to get into season three because I like season three. And then to see the transition into season four and see kind of my opinion how different season four is. Not that it's like majorly different, but how different it is compared to a lot of these episodes we've seen in the past three seasons. Well, I, I haven't seen any of them yet. Yeah, no, you're, the getting there. We have, so you're getting there. We'll go with that. Um, it is going to be a bit strange. I mean, at least it fits, because when that episode comes out, it'll be the first week of December. So it is a Christmas episode. Yeah, it's based on Christmas. At least it's in the right month. Right month. <laughs> it'll be all right. <laughs> but yes, it's called, what, White Christmas? I believe it's called White Christmas, but I could be wrong. No, it's, it's White Christmas, and it in itself is an anthology. Cause, so it's like... Yeah, I, it's I don't a, remember a lot about the episode. It's one of the ones I remember the least about... 
I remember the main place where the story is being told, but I don't remember any of the stories. Oh, I just remember reading that technology goes askew in like three different stories. I think it does. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember. I'm snippets, tiny ears of that. So I don't know if that's because I didn't enjoy the episode, <laughs> or maybe it just wasn't a particularly memorable one. Yeah. Because I think everything up to this point, I've been. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. And this is the one episode I'm like, I'm really foggy on. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we find will. out next week. Woo! We'll find out then. But we're. I think we we finished up um, the episode a couple minutes ago there, yeah. um, <laughs> and we ranted a little bit. Uh, but let us know what you thought down in the comments down below. But as always, you can reach me at Stars Untraveled. You can reach Amanda at KZ Pup. Reach the show at Beyond Our Focus on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, podcast services, YouTube. And um, like I said, leave a comment down below. Let us know what you thought. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, what was going on. Leave a like. Subscribe to the channel. That would be fantastic. Yay! We do read all our comments and respond. We, we, we do. We, or I say we do. We respond to most of them. I, I do. I respond. <laughs> well, she responds. She's, she's a social media person. That's what she does. She's good at that. More so than me. Okay. I avoid people at all costs. Yeah. But, unless there's anything else. Nope. We're good. All right. Till next time. Long days and pleasant nights. <laughs>